That's the over Skype drink. Welcome to We Need Wrestling, that, everybody. That sounded extra sharp. Did it? I get pierced through me for Ooh, some reason. I like it. Good. I hope it pierced through our audience. Oh. Hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome to We Need Wrestling. I, I uh, sound like a sad I sound like a sad sack of shit. You do. Uh I'm DJ, that uh stuffy bitch you hear on the other side is Brett. Uh, hey, be are, nice. I know. Uh we are uh once again Skyping it because of illness and uh Pennsylvania weather. Oh god. Pennsylvania weather is uh too unpredictable it anymore. Is. It is. I feel like the older I get, the worse it's getting. Well, yeah, that's because of global climate change. Um, not wrong. Eventually, eventually not wrong. we will all be old enough to watch the destruct to watch the Earth literally pull itself apart. Um, but uh, can't wait. Yeah, awesome. Uh, but yeah, you know the uh, a a uh, a swing from uh because I got about three inches of snow up here today, so. A swing from three inches of snow in the morning to rain in the afternoon to it's going to be about 50 degrees at 6 a.m. Uh, tomorrow to by noon it's going to be three degrees. <laughs> like, what a stupid change. Like, yeah, that's completely normal. That's going to, that's going to feel like just, oh, God, it's going to put a shock right through everyone's body. Yeah, I've seen some people say like expect like negative twenty wind chills because it's also like fifty mile per hour winds. So, oh my god, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? I don't know, but it's everybody. Um, even I was yeah. talking to my mom uh, in Louisiana. They're having a freeze. It's going to drop down into twenty. Like to like twenty. Yeah. They they're not prepared for that. They don't have heaters in their houses. They don't have insulated pipes. They're tropical. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Winter Storm Elliot? Yes. Ah, interesting. Mm -hmm. Never cool. trust a guy named Elliot. Um, no. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't even like laugh hard, otherwise I'll cough and I'll yeah. sound like a jabron. Right, and you'll ruin the podcast and nobody will ever listen again. It'll be all your fault. Oh, we'll be sorry, sure we'll be... sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone. We'll be pushed oh. off the soon-to-be-named network and shamed. Like, are we going to be... Uh... Walked like what's her face, Cersei, through uh, yes, King's Landing, getting shamed. Yes, exactly like that. Hey, remember? Yeah, does that mean we'll be naked too? Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Cool, I'm down. I want Todd to be the bell ringer, <laughs> dressed dressed up in the dress too. That'd be <laughs> fun time. God damn, I can't laugh. I can't. I'm gonna die if okay. I do. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, keep this show as monotone as possible. Okay. okay. All right. Well, no, no. I promise you from here on out, we will not be funny. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. If you're looking for entertainment, you came to the wrong place today, this week. And in the words of Trent Reznor, you're here to have a good time? Wrong fucking band. We're here to have a bad time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then in parentheses, synthesizer playing. <laughs> oh, I have a cough drop in and everything. Yeah. This is gonna, uh, this is gonna be a long one. I'm sorry. Right, uh, Joe. Joe's post is gonna have an aneurysm <clears throat> listening to you cough all episode. I'm sorry, Joe. I apologize in advance, pal. So. 
Uh, how are you, pal? Let's uh, let's get this out of the way. Well, you know, I started the weekend good because uh-huh. I got to go to a hardcore show and That's I right. got to mosh around like an idiot a bunch. That's and, right. Uh, I was definitely feeling that on Sunday. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. And then Monday, I was like, "Oh, this sucks. I'm sick." Um, thankfully, no COVID. I've tested my. I've tested uh, three times. I think Good. so. Yeah. Well, and it's uh, it's been five days now, so you probably yeah right? would have popped by then. So um, yeah, today be yeah, the day. Yeah, and I and I tested today, so yeah. no no COVID, thankfully. That's good. Just you know, your normal run of the mill flu. Yeah. Um, you know, friends we were there with, they also got sick, same thing. Yep. So, you know, thankfully it's just a flu, no COVID. Right. Um, but yeah, man, um, my hand is like finally like stopped being as bruised as it was. That's good. Which is good. My knuckles are still a little bruised, uh, if that tells you anything. Sure. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, how are you? <laughs> uh, well, pal. Since, since I already know the answer to this question. I do. I'll keep it brief. Uh, terrible. Uh, <laughs> um, right on, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I sprained my wrist at the same show that you bruised your hand at. <laughs> God, we're old. We are old. Um, oh, my God. Uh, my back has finally kind of stopped bothering me. Like oh good, like good. At, with every movement. Um, now it's just back to the normal pain it gives me every day. Uh, but like my my right hand, I have a hard time gripping anything because I'm pretty sure I sprained my wrist. Uh, it's getting a little better every day, so I'm not seeking medical attention. Um, just been icing it good. and taking ibuprofen. But uh, Saturday was awesome, hell of a time. Yeah. Dude. Uh, if if only I was. Uh aware of the 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 coming doom that the next, I say the, af- the aftermath the next week would bring um so oh my god what uh, a I, rough uh, week the, right this, this isn't the, the 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 time nor the place uh n- this isn't about wrestling in any way but i will say that my car's in the shop for getting its second transmission replacement uh in uh, uh since july so uh, what's that five months um, yep. with a uh, brand new transmission with about 3000 miles on it. Uh, that's no good. So, uh, Subaru stink, but, uh, check back on that in a couple weeks to see what they do for me and maybe I'll change my tune. Uh, but that hasn't been fun. That's been a disaster. And, uh, also the day, uh, that I was without a car because Subaru didn't have a loaner for me. Uh, my dog Bugsy started having seizures. So, uh, first time ever, she she had a seizure in the morning, and I was still asleep. And Michelle, uh, one time guest host of the show, frequent guest and co host of Wings on Wings, uh, guest here and uh, co host of Wings on Wings, uh, just yelled to me that she was having a seizure, which was how I woke up and came in and sort of just held her and. Made sure she was okay. It was terrifying. It's like foaming at the mouth and just, you know, spasming. Uh, and then we got her to the emergency vet and we were told a six to 10 hour wait. Um, but they, I know when you texted me that, yeah, dude, I was like, what? They, they took her right back. So they take and triage and like get the dog sure. stable. But then it's that long for any sort of actual necessary medical care uh they said it just as like a precaution just in case but we were actually seen pretty quick uh sent home because one seizure could be a fluke so they don't really treat it 
And then later that night, uh, about nine or eight or nine hours later, I guess, she had a second one that lasted about four and a half minutes. Uh, five minutes or longer leads to permanent potential permanent neurological damage. So she was rushed back. Uh, we learned that at the emergency vet, if you're there within the same 24-hour window, they don't, like, recharge you for the, like, walk-in fee and everything. So that's real nice. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, and now she's on meds and, you know, we have to run some tests in the coming months and see what's going on. But her the meds are holding up and she is seizure-free for 48 hours, a little over 48 hours as of this recording. Um so she's on she's on Keppra. We've got the prescription, four pills a day, twelve hours apart. She cannot miss a dose, uh, and she's good. She's her same jovial, happy, crazy, silly self. Uh, just a little drunk from the side effects of the the medicine until her system gets used to it. She'd spend an overnight in the hospital because um, as long as we were able to re- afford it, the medicine is. Uh, takes a, becomes effective quicker through IV as opposed to just starting her on a pill and waiting for her body to adjust to the pill. So uh, they kept her overnight yeah. and kept her on the medicine, sort of loading it up to get it in her system faster so that she can come home and just be on the pills and not have another, hopefully not have another episode. So, and that's sort of a thing we just monitor for the rest of her life. And she's 10 or 12, depending on, who you ask, we've only had it for depending about, on who you ask. Yes, we've only had it for about two years, you know, and she's a, a 70 pound bully mix, so you know, not not too many years left anyway. Uh, but we're trying to make them great, and she's doing good. But as long as she doesn't have any more, we're good. If she has more, you got to add medicines on top of medicines and try and figure out which particular cocktail works and should have there's like phenobarbital a barbiturate is like the most common one that she'll have to go on and we'll see so but that's where we're at this week was tough uh but i did watch some wrestling and i enjoyed some wrestling and i did watch yeah uh wrestling adjacent black adam with that has that has the rock Ooh. in it. Uh, I'm not going to give you my full review of Black Adam, but I will tell you that he does not hit a rock bottom in it. Uh, the the movie's shit then. Even though he had numerous opportunities to do so, um, but uh, like, what are we even doing, Dwayne? It does it does have a, a bunch of other stuff that happened. I don't know. Uh, I'm t- going to watch it eventually. You should. But you should. Just know that uh, it's that it's that it's messy. It's not great. And, and that and it's done. Like this story's done. And that not only is the rock in it, but he also manages to work in the guy who plays Young Rock on the Young Rock TV show into the movie. So You've gotta be kidding. Oh me. no, I ain't kidding at all, pal. Oh uh, no. <laughs> rock, what are we doing, man? So Oh my god! Uh, keep it, keep it in the family, I guess. I, I, no, no Roman Reigns and no, you know, none of that stuff. They didn't retcon Black Adam to be Samoan. Uh, <laughs> they should have. They absolutely should have. Uh, I wonder if there's a Samoan superhero. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, his, name is, I don't... his name is his name is Roman Reigns. Yes, I can't. Yes, his name is Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Ah, I can't even do that right now. But that's that's wrestling adjacent. 
Uh, but watch Black Adam on HBO uh, Max before whatever that disaster comes collapsing down. Um, but before we talk about the wrestling of the week, I do have one little thing I wanted to uh, sort of a rehash, not a news item necessarily, but something we talked about, I think, a few weeks ago uh, that okay. came a little bit of, to light a little bit more today. I don't know if you saw this, but it's it's regarding oh. Rusev. Or Miro, if you will. Yeah, I saw something about him today. Uh, so there's been talks about why he hasn't been on TV. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that there wasn't anything for him. And then there was something for him, and and he didn't like it, so he didn't want to do it. So he's just not on TV until they can creatively align somewhere. Well, reports are that uh, the the creative thing that they pitched him that he didn't want to do was lose. Dude, like I saw that. What? Uh, I mean, listen, that doesn't work for me, brother. I'm right. into that. Sure. But like, uh, Rusev, my man, what are we doing here? Yeah. So, if the reports are to be told, he's been pitched a couple of ideas, but ultimately, him not coming out on top at the end of the storyline, and he's saying, "No, I'll just stay home." And I guess today, as of this recording, Thursday, the twenty second, uh, his his flexible wife cj perry oh my god uh went on a radio show and said that uh rusev will be back in the wwe rusev day will be back uh and that uh everybody goes back to the wwe eventually anyway so it's not that big of a deal (laughs) Oh boy! <laughs> so, uh, you know, oh CJ Wanda Perry at it again, right? And you know she's she's making a ton of she's making that she ain't making Mandy Rose money. <laughs> but, well, I mean, who who is to be honest? I saw Mandy Rose making made five hundred k since her firing. Whew! Right, get uh, that money, girl. Absolutely, but um. Not the best look for Miro if, if it's true that he's refusing to lose and then sort of his wife at least hints or alludes to the fact that he might be waiting out to get his call back to the to, to be with Hunter. Um I'm sorry, Papa Ugh. H. Um Ew. <laughs> But uh yeah. Uh you know, I I liked Miro. Um the video game playing Miro was one of the worst ideas I think AEW could ever put out for anybody. Yeah, that ever. sucked. That was real bad. The best thing about that was was when Statlander was in the claw machine and blasted Penelope with the plate glass or plexiglass. Yeah. That like that was the coolest. Smeared. It was the only good thing to come out of that whole deal. Um, but then like the Redeemer stuff and God's favorite champion was really cool. But if he's being difficult, you know, and wrestlers are difficult. By nature, I, I think if you become a professional wrestler, you have a certain level of difficultness that sure. you like to toss around and lay on other people. But, you know, there's a big difference between Hulk Hogan saying that doesn't work for me, brother, and Rusev saying, yeah, I'm not going to lose. Uh, who's he think he is? Chris Jericho? Anyway, um, uh, Chris Jericho just uh, lost. That's unfair of me. Uh Chris Jericho just sabotaged his match ends, but uh, but that's yeah, true. So that's not news, just a bit more revealed rumor, I guess, allegedly rumor innuendo, whatever. 
uh, about all that. And I, I would like to see him back. I don't know where there is a spot for him at that point, at this point. Um, I think that's the risk you take of sitting home and not being visible is that, you know, sometimes absence doesn't make the heart grow fonder and you're just forgotten about and they just eventually stop writing for you. Yeah, it's not like I'm like clamoring for Miro. Right. And, and, like, I, I like him. He's cool, right. but it's not like, man, you're missing the mark with this dude. Right. I would love for him to come back and be like, wrestle like just a bruiser style like you know it, and i don't know that he ha- he necessarily has it in him but like to go and wrestle like like ishi or you know like it become a little more hard-hitting yeah. sort of gnarly guy like that but it's the guy who is wwe system kind of dude so yep exactly so who knows i don't did he was he around anywhere else before the wwe i don't even know not that i know of yeah. i mean he might have did like some small indies but not that yeah. not that i'm aware of so, I have yeah. no idea. Let's see. What's his name? I found him. Uh, trained by Florida Championship Wrestling. Uh, oh, there you go. So, he's a yep. WWE guy. Mr. F and Bian. Uh, in Big Quiche. So. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, 2010, he he joined FC Dub. Wow, so. that's going to be 13 years ago already. Oh, my God. Yeah, crazy, right? That doesn't seem real. Yeah. So, oh, he's he's uh, born on Christmas Day. He's got a birthday coming up. Oh, happy birthday he's in gonna be, advance. He's going to be 38, same, same age as me. So oh, you guys look, you guys are in peak physical right, performance exactly. for 38. The same, almost the same exact physical condition. Yeah, so I, I really you two walk down the street. I wouldn't know who was who. It's true, it's true. We even I even I even share the accent. Um, You're probably taller than him. Uh, am I taller than Rusev? I am. Yes. Yeah, you're you're a small giant, and I outweigh him. Yes, which is, but in you know, in I don't know, solid fat as opposed to his musculature. <laughs> You would, t- you would take him. Are you challenging Rusev to a fight? I am. I am right now. I'm going to say that right now. I am. I'm challenging Rusev one-on-one, Pierce Street Brawl, Marcus to Queensbury rules, uh, no holds barred, uh, I, I didn't hear no bell, street fight. All right. Good. Yeah. Well, let's make it happen. Texas death match. I don't know. One of these things. Ne- next next LVAC. Yes. Me versus Miro uh, in, a, in a grapple, in an actual grap. Me and I'm him. into it. Yeah. For the the title of greatest Bulgarian. Are you Bulgarian? No. I was going to say, that'd be very strange. I'm not. I, did, I didn't know you're Bulgarian. I, I am, in fact, not Bulgarian. Ah, interesting. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but I'm going to take that title. So Good. I, will be, Good. I will become uh, the next indie wrestling show. Smash Master Wrestling. Book it. Sure, let me know how it goes. All right. I, w- I won't be there. Thanks for, I, need no you to be, I need you to be my cut man. You got to be in my corner. Oh, oh I was going to say, you want me to like blade you? I'll yeah. do it. Yes. I'll gig you if you don't, if you yes. don't feel comfortable. Yes, that's how I'm going to That's how I'm gonna get him, is I'm going to gig immediately. And he's going to wonder why right. I'm bleeding everywhere. I think I, more wrestlers should do that. Yeah. John Moxley does it all the time. You could be the next John Moxley. Right. There you go. And I'm going to walk up to him and I'm going to say, I'm going to whisper in his ear and say, Rusev, are we going to fight or are we going to fuck? 
because I'm getting there naked either go. way. See, there we go. Right, and then you know, I'm, in, I'm into it. It's psychological. You got to get in these guys' heads. Psychological, psychosexual, whatever. Right. All the same. It's all the same. You got to get get in their heads first. Got to you know. Oh. It's like when Rocky's fighting righty in Rocky 2, and then Mickey's like, switch to the left, and then he switched lefty, and Apollo don't know what to do. It's all the same. Dude, every time I watch, I never know who's going to win. Right. Never know. It's going to be different every time. Yeah, it was shot in real time. Right. It was. Just like Highlander. It's a documentary. You know, I've still never seen Highlander. Really? Yeah, I never saw it. That's insane. All right. Well, well I'm sorry. If only it were a Christmas movie. Um... Uh, like Die Hard, uh, that is a Christmas movie. Die Hard, no matter is, what anybody says, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. That's what it is. It takes place. It mostly takes place at a Christmas party. It's a Christmas movie, anyway. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk wrestling. Unless you have anything else, do you have anything else, pal? I ha- I have zero. Zero. All right. Thanks for thanks for your contributions. Um, well, hey man, the is what it is this week, brother. Um, I agree. So. So yeah, wrestling wise, um, yes. other than AEW, the only thing I watched was uh, I scrolled through SmackDown because uh, I wanted to watch Gunther versus Ricochet for the Intercontinental Title. Okay, and uh, yeah, those two put on a hell of a match. It was like classic, like big guy versus small flippy guy. Um, tons of falsies. It was so good. Uh, Gunther's like making the Intercontinental Championship important again, which He's makes me very run, happy. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So the rumor is it's going to be him Brock at Mania. Oh boy, which would be killer. Okay, and you have to have Gunther beat Brock. I think so. Yeah, uh, you have to have at, it. Uh, at some point, you have to make somebody right. Yeah, like in wrestling as a whole, and I could say the same thing for AEW. And I could say the same thing for, like, Impact, who keep bringing back Bully Ray. Like, at some point, you have to decide we're going to make someone else other than the 45-year-old guys we've been rotating in or out of, in and out of the main event. Yeah. So. No, you're 100% right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the match was, like, super good. Yeah. Um, go out of your way to watch it. It's good wrestling on main WWE television, which yeah. uh, I'm always up for that. And then... I got bummed out because afterwards Braun Strowman ran him off, and I was like, "Ew, come on!" Ran off Gunther. Gunther. Ooh. Yeah, that's dumb. Well, I, I mean, if they uh, Strowman stinks and the match won't be good, but if Gunther can beat the shit out of Strowman, it does bring a level of like, okay, they're going somewhere with this guy. You That's know. the thing, though. Let him, let him do that. Yeah. There, he's going to have to beat Strowman. Yeah. There's no, you like, can't let the choo-choo man beat Gunther. Don't, like, have him, like, roll him up or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, he is strong. Have him just strong physically victory. dominate him. Right. Right. Um, the only other thing that I have from that show, because I'm going to leave all the uh, the Uncle Howdy coverage to Joe and, oh. and uh, Adam and okay. Adods, because I'm sure they're going to break that down frame by frame. Mm-hmm. Um. December 30th, the last SmackDown of the year, uh, John Cena's back. Oh. He's uh, teaming with Kevin Owens against Roman and Sammy. Interesting. Yeah, so so I uh, guess C- like, so Cena like, kind of popped up on the screen, and he's like, because uh, earlier in the show, uh, Roman was like, hey, to Adam Pearson, he said, 
you know, let's make me and Sammy versus Kevin and a partner of his choosing last SmackDown of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the idea that no one likes Kevin Owens. Right. And Cena popped up like on the screen and was like, hey, I got a text from Kevin Owens that this will be my first time in 20 years that I haven't had a match in WWE. Uh, and he goes, he goes, we can't have that happen. Uh, nice. So he said, yeah, December 30th, it's going to be Owens and Cena against okay. uh, Sammy and Roman. So I like that. I'm, I'm down with that. Do you think it's going to go yeah. anywhere for like Cena Roman or? No, no. I, I think it'll just be a one-off. Okay. That's all. They, okay, uh, Owen should have got on the phone with his buddy Stone Cold. Well, yeah, giving that away for free. That's true, pal. That's, that's true. De- that definitely wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, that was all I had for non AEW stuff. Okay. So I guess we'll just go to AEW. Yeah. Um, Rampage. John Moxley, Sammy Guevara. Moxley decides, hey, I'm gonna bleed out of my ear. Well, yeah, and they did it in a commercial. So Sammy like bites out yeah. his earring, and like yep. Renee tweets like, "Oh, I, my husband's ear hanging on for dear life." So everybody thought his ear fell off. Not true. It just got the earring ripped out of it, which I think he's done before. He um, has, yeah. And he did bleed everywhere, but they did it a commercial. Time this shit out better, guys. Yeah, uh, especially for a tape show. Yeah, yeah, for a tape show especially. Um, yeah, but I, I like this match. Uh, it made me halfway through forget that I don't like Sammy. <laughs> yes. Oh man. I think about Sammy sometimes and I'm like, dude, what happened? Right. Like I thought he was going to be like, he was ready to blow and yeah. then just nothing. Oh, he did. He did exactly that. He blows. Um, uh, it's so, uh, it yeah. bumps me out. Um, but yeah, I thought the match was really good. Moxley mm-hmm. just bleeding everywhere. I'm always a fan of that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Hangman running out and then brawling again, I think is always cool. Yeah. Uh, m- more on that later. Uh, yeah, there was some cool stuff. I like the the transitions at the end. Uh, you know, they worked well together. But, yeah, Mox is, man, uh, you know, we're going to, I think he talked about it on the main show, too. Does he? No, oh, no, he just cut. Oh, no, he does. Yeah. Uh, Mox just, just like, hey guys, I want to wrestle. Can I wrestle? Let yeah. me wrestle on every show that you possibly have. I'm going to wrestle. All the on man all wants of them. to do, right? Let the man wrestle. Yeah. So yeah, and he calls out Hangman, and chaos goes, chaos ensues. Yeah. Um. So after that was uh, Britt Baker, Sky Blue. Well, we got a couple promos. We had an FTR promo. No, we got. I don't remember this. Yeah, we got a Jade Cargill promo. Uh, where she warns Bow Wow to stay out of her shit again, and I'm like, that's a it's a wet fart of an idea. Just stop talking about like, it. Like, why are we still doing this? Right, right. Jade's Jade's wrestling promo should just be her standing in the ring while they show a slideshow of her Instagram. Um, not wrong. It's the best way to get. I don't know if "over" is the right word for it, but something. Uh, uh but yes, <laughs> Britt Baker versus Sky Blue. I have no notes on this match. Uh, Me neither. Until Hikaru Shida comes out in the red suit, uh, and uh, let me just pile on the grease. Hikaru Shida in a in the red suit with the like the like ankle cut combat boots. Uh, it's just yep. it's it it is a it's an A plus look. Uh, Shida Shida puts it all together, and uh, 
I like Sheeta. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss yeah. to Sheeta C- in the red suit. Certainly checks a box, if yeah, you will. Does. Uh yeah, Sheeta she, she with the save to build for dynamite. Um yeah, that's the matches. Uh the the yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh you had the little Preston Vance uh sit down with JR. Yeah. This is this is interesting too because like there was a time in professional wrestling where when you had to sit down with JR, it was like make or break, right? It was like this is your star making sure. moment. Mick Foley, the you know, the the mankind promo, the sit down with JR was such a huge moment in the progress and evolution of Mick Foley's character and the overness of how, how he was. You'd you'd sit with JR and you'd get that that would be the rub. The the you get the magic push after that. Uh well JR's magic has run out and we just have the return of vanilla Vance. Yeah, he's certainly vanilla all right. Um he, he rushed this entire promo. He buries a little kid. <laughs> like I know. Poor poor negative one. Poor negative one. Uh I see some people complaining online about them using Brody Lee's name in this promo and this program to get it over. And like I, I don't think it's in poor taste. Um I especially with some of Brody's family members being employed by the company, I would assume. Sure. It's yeah. it's talked about anyway. Um, I think the bigger problem is that Vance is so unconvincing in a role outside of muscly masked dude who doesn't say anything, who is best friends with a little kid. Uh, I yeah. just think I think that's the problem is just that Vance is vanilla Preston Vance. We used to call him that three years ago when he first showed up and he's back. And it's just what it is. <clears throat> yeah, it uh it just does nothing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that do nothing, yes. Wardlow had a squash. Uh, okay, so we're going to say this name twice this week. So, uh, Exodus Prime. Uh-huh. Uh, so, sure. I can't wait for Megatron Alpha to show up. Uh, that's oh, going to be really boy. fun. Uh, or when Wardlow gets to squash Lesnar Guerrero live on TV. <laughs> like, what if what if they just, like have all the job guys just with like weird transformer names yes that's i would love that yeah like you know wcw had blood runs cold AEW just has transformer jobbers yes like uh starscream smith and uh i don't even know bumblebee jones i dude i was literally gonna say bumblebee jones what the <laughs> fuck um everything everything is jones everything's though. jones yeah so that's Exodus Prime. Uh, good for him. Uh, I hope he doesn't listen. Uh, but that's a squash. Uh, and then Wardlow calls out Joe uh, to for whatever reason. Uh, Wardlow Wardlow's getting the back end of the the bad end of this this program with Samoa Joe because as we'll talk about on Dynamite, Samoa Joe is just wiping the floor with him in every aspect of wrestling television. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like it's it's insane. Um and so he's the king of television. I yeah. like it. And Wardlow just comes out like sweating and snarling and Joe just shows up in like a Hawaiian suit. Like a Hawaiian shirt and a suit and he's like, Hey Wardlow, you stink, I'm cool. See and I'm like, later. Yeah, I, it's Samoa yeah. Joe. He's he's right. hundred percent right. hundred percent right. I, I love that man. Yes. Uh so yeah, main event was uh was it Best Friends and Dustin? Yes. 
the double is double Dustin's on this team, but yes, uh, the best friends yeah. and Dustin Rhodes versus what I have labeled here as a mess. Oh, why? Well, Butcher and Blade, right? Uh huh. And who else? <laughs> Was it Roosh? Was it Roosh? Okay. I don't remember I to don't be know. honest, man. I have no idea. I don't know. Oh no, it was like Kip Sabian. Oh yeah, and Trent Seven. And Trent Seven. There you go. Yeah. So it was Yuck. it was OC, Trent, and Chuck and Dustin Rose versus Trent Seven, Kip Sabian, and the Butcher and the Blade. Yeah, what well, lots of Trents and Dustins going on. Yes. What's up with that? Yeah. Gotta get that under control. JR is going to have an aneurysm. Um, <laughs> uh, this match was uh, it was fine. Uh, I like Butch a lot, uh, but that's about all I can say for that side. Uh, I do appreciate that Kip Sabian looks a lot like a professional wrestler now. Like he yes. clearly spent a lot of money on his look and his entrance jacket and his gear. Um, you know, he's come a long way from teaming with. Uh, the the havoc dude that like painted himself white and carried an axe. Um, <laughs> oh, Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. But um yeah. The, the uh, less said about him the better. Exactly. But I will say we did get Shattered Dreams uh at the end of this the nat the unnatural kick or whatever they call it in this company. Yeah, something it's, something weird. It's Shattered Dreams. Uh and I like the sort of the the ref distract OC does the OC kicks shattered dream spot. They distract the ref so that Dustin can do it properly because it is a DQ technically. Uh, it used to be back in the day as well until they lacked those rules. So, uh, but yeah. I love Dustin. I like seeing him wrestle. I like seeing him with best friends. I was hoping for like a okay. Now I'm going to challenge OC for the for the belt for the the, the All Atlantic title, but that's fine as long as. Dustin Rhodes is backstage going, this is my last year wrestling. Let me wrestle people I want to wrestle. I'm fine with it. Uh, I did like the spot in the match where uh, O.C. and Danhausen both faked getting punched in the groin. Yes. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, those two are they're, – they're a ton of fun. They are. I, I like those guys. Uh, um, I saw today that Padauer, Jeremy Padauer, uh, Jazzwares purchased by – a different company. That's that's news. Yeah, wasn't it uh, Berkshire Hathaway? It or was. Something? Yes, Stokely Hathaway, um, Bunny Hathaway. What is what? Oh, easy, easy there. Don't, don't say that name out loud. <laughs> next, what is next, next thing you're not, you're gonna know? Uh, I don't know. No, I I forget all the 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 names. Never mind. I'm rambling. Leave me be. <laughs> um. What is Berkshire Shire Hathaway? Is that what you were going to ask? Yeah, what is that? Isn't there like, aren't they like a big company? Yeah, they're, um, I don't know what are they some are. Some sort of firm? Yeah, they're just like, a, I don't know, they're just like, they own a bunch of brands. You know, they're just a big, and they're like an investor or something. I don't, I don't quite understand. Um, a multinational conglomerate company, multinational oh. conglomerate holding company, headquartered in Omaha, Nebraska. Its main business well, and source fancy. of capital is insurance. So they buy companies, they try and squeeze what money they can out of them and either keep squeezing money or dump them eventually once they've bled them dry, basically, because it's capitalism in, the, in America. Um, 
but uh, Padauer put up the Jervis Cottonbelly Orange Cassidy clip from when OC falls asleep yes. in the match. And that got yeah. some, that got some love uh, today, and that's a fun clip. Um, so I think that that's yeah. some fun OC stuff that that's maybe a little too goofy for TV, but still works really well and is done really well. So put it on TV. Let me see it. All right. Yeah. Well. Come on. I'm Let's not be scared. Yeah. But uh don't be scared, homie. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Um, um yeah. Yeah, so I guess dynamite, right? Yeah, we don't have anything else. We're flying through cuz yeah. What a there just wasn't wasn't a ton this week. Well, uh, what what weeks we both had. Well, yeah, honestly true. Uh, and, yeah, we're, uh, and, and we're not allowed to we're not allowed to tell jokes, so we can't be funny. We're no, here, no, here, no jokes. We're Dick. here for a bad time. Be, yeah, I'm here for a bad time, bad brother. Time, so, um, so uh, before I get started with dynamite, I will say this has to be like some of the most quotable lines ever in the history of AEW happened on this show. Yes. Uh, so it made me like super pumped about it. Uh, Ricky Starks. Chris Jericho. A lot of talking on this episode. Yeah, didn't hate it. No, a lot um, of chatting. Yeah, uh, Ricky Starks, you know, comes out with the promo. Jericho interrupts mm-hmm. with Garcia and Sammy. You know, he wants Starks to join the JAS. Starks just cuts another, like, hellacious promo on Jericho. Yeah, killer promo. Uh, you know, including the line of, uh, uh, if you want something to suck on, I got it for you. And proceeds to start unbuckling his pants. Yep. Uh and then looks at Jericho and says, I don't think your appetite is big enough for that tonight. Yeah. And, and I was like, man, Ricky Starks is the coolest. <laughs> and well and we got Jass Hole. Yeah, the Jass Holes. The Jass Holes and the Jobber Appreciation Society. Yeah. Uh, Dude, which, Ricky's so good. Yeah, he this Ricky's money. Uh even like Michelle was watching for a little bit and when the crowd started chanting jazz holes or jobbers whatever she's like oh that really caught on quick and i'm like that's because ricky knows what he's doing yeah ricky's a smart man uh and we i think all of us and by all of us i mean the entirety of the professional wrestling community has been asking the the million dollar question over the last two weeks or so was uh what young hot star is jericho going to attach himself to now to stay relevant and eventually botch a finish uh, so they can never show it again, and we got our answer. Yeah, I like that Ricky even kind of says that, like, "Oh no, no, yeah, you're not going to sink your teeth into me, you clout like chaser," right. you know, like right. he goes, "No, no, that's not going to happen." Yeah. Uh, Ricky's the man here. Yeah, um, Action Andretti makes the save, got a huge pop, which yeah. was really cool. Yeah, we're in the what I'm going to call for now the Action Andretti experiment. Uh, I appreciate what they're doing. I I hope that it works. Uh, I am staying cautiously optimistic. Uh, he seems like a nice guy. He's got a good look. Uh, but let's uh, let's see what he does in, in you know when the bell rings kind of stuff. But but it's, do you appreciate do you appreciate that Memphis fireball he took? Uh, I love that Memphis fireball that he took. Uh, Dude, the, it was it was like brutal. Yeah, the best thing that Jericho has done like to like quote-unquote reinvent himself is that he just does mempho fireballs to everybody now yeah it's so cool yeah 
I'm way and, I'm way into that. And it's nice to have someone even a step less problematic doing a Memphis fireball in wrestling regularly. Uh, because uh, prior to this, we've somehow managed to have a guy more problematic than Jericho uh, or Jericho's uh, immediate and extended family um, to, uh, yeah, so doing Memphis Fireball. So Jericho does a good job at them. I like him. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, we get the, the what is this, match number five yes. in this best of seven garbage. Yes. Um, so uh, I'll say this was probably my favorite of the okay. of the one so far, just because there was weapons. It was a lot of fun, right? Uh, th- th- that makes wrestling more fun. Uh, AEW has the tendency to uh, do fun hardcore matches, sort of unapologetically on on regular TV. Yeah, which is nice. Um. My biggest concern is, like, storytelling-wise, I'm like, what advantage does this bring the Young Bucks? And to an extent, Kenny, uh, at least Kenny's sure. been in one before, but I'm like, if I'm the, if, if you're, and I understand the thing with the hammer, and the hammer's a DQ, and so, like, you beat us with the hammer, so we're going to make the hammer legal, so you can just use the hammer on us, that's a weird way to go about addressing that issue. Um, yeah, but you would think like, you know what, you've been cheating to win and that's fine. We'll give it to you, but we get to pick the stipulation for the next matches because you've had an unfair advantage. You would think the people picking the stipulation would pick a kind of match they're known for or that they can conceivably portray having an advantage in and hardcore matches are not what comes to mind when I think of the young buck, young bucks, uh, abilities and advantage. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but it was you know, fun. I, like, like Kenny's had his fair share of, yes. of hardcore matches, right? Um, like that. Remember that one Moxley match? That yeah. thing was nuts, right? Um, but yeah, like I thought it was fun, and then at the end, people bled everywhere. Yeah, so right. That, that always makes me happy. Right. Uh, so I, I think that sort of thing. I was like. Wondering, okay, well, the Young Bucks in a hardcore match do nothing for me, but the match ended up being pretty fun. Yeah, so, I agree. So it's, uh, where are we going? Match number six? Is that yeah. next week, I think? I guess, yeah. So three, three uh, and two yeah, they yeah, are I, right now. Yeah, it's, it is funny how I, they're just making this, like, an NBA series just because the Young Bucks are NBA fans. Right. It, it's so weird. If there's, if there's a god in heaven, uh, this ends next week with a death triangle win, <laughs> and we could yeah. we could walk away knowing like well the Bucks almost came back, um, but I think we <laughs> we all knew from the beginning this thing was going seven, sure, uh, and that it's the the belts are gonna are gonna change hands. Um, I I would imagine so. I'd hate that, but I'd imagine yeah, so. Yeah, I because well you know it's they're sort of righting a wrong. In some ways, I don't necessarily. I don't believe it's a wrong necessarily, but like, you know, they they were going to have them before brawl out. You know, the Bucks and Kenny; these were for them. Uh so you can put that on them now and try and do what you were going going to do with them earlier. Yeah, you're, uh, you're sadly right, especially 
when you're AEW and you're stacking you're stacking the deck against whoever the champions are with the newest three person team to debut on YouTube for AEW. Who was that? You didn't see this? No. You didn't see the debut of the Spanish announce project? No. You you really you're not you're not kidding me. No, why, no, why okay. would I joke about so, that? So, what? So, Spanish announced project. Does that ring any? Does that sound similar to anything to you? Oh well, yeah, SAT. Okay, so the Maximos are complaining and are threatening threatening legal uh, action uh, for the the close name. But on dark or dark well, elevation, there is a new trios team, and I don't know if they'll ever make it to to the main event here or to you know. Uh, they're 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 not ready for prime time, but the Spanish announce project. Are you sitting down? I, I am actually yes. And Helico. Okay. Serpentico. Okay. Oh God, it's gonna be Luther. I know it. And Doctor Luther. <laughs> cool man, that's awesome. What are we doing with so, life? So, uh, <laughs> um, so that's the thing. I, I'm assuming that they're just—I mean—they're going to have to make some random trios to so that there's people to have matches against that aren't sure. always like title matches, you know? Because like, can't you know? You're doing this best of seven, but then what's next? Are they going to—they're going to fight the Blackpool Combat Club, or you know what I mean, or? Like Butcher yeah. and Blade and somebody or Page and whatever, like there, you know, there's there's not a lot of uh, mid card trios, you know, that people who can take the loss at the hands of the champions, you know, you can't do that to the best friends, you can't do that to the Blackpool Combat Club, so they gotta they gotta build some random trios. Uh, so we got the Spanish announce project. Uh, well, you know what, you're right about the trios because look at. Uh... What the fuck is that thing they're doing on Rampage? Like the three hundred thousand dollar triple king yes. battle bot ground match or Oh, I whatever. wish it was battle bots. I wish every wrestler just had his own battle bot. That'd be that, a, was, that would be, that'd yeah. be great. Yes. Like, oh, they really are trying to push that. Which um, um which is which was funny on commentary because Shivani called it the three thousand dollar whatever, whatever, whatever. And Excalibur was like, It's three hundred thousand, but you were close, Tony. <laughs> No, oh, I did like that uh, when they were like kind of doing the video package to hype it up. Uh-huh. And uh, Trent's like, if we win, I'm buying my mom a house. Yeah. Chuck's like, I'm buying my mom a chainsaw. And OC's like, I'm buying Trent's mom a house. Yeah. <laughs> that was another line. Like, oh, my God. I was laughing so hard when he yeah. said that. Yep. Um, God, so many lines. Remember when Trent's um, mom was on TV a whole bunch? Dude, uh, man, I was going to say, I, I don't remember her name. It was like Sharon or Susie Sue. or something. I think it's Sue, right? It Sue, was... Sue. Sue yeah. Beretta. Sue, Ber- <laughs> Sue Beretta. <laughs> uh, you had the little, I'll tell you what, you had the little uh, MJF-like promo from last week that they showed, like after he got ran out by Danielson. Yeah. And this was one of those where I was like, yep, that was good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. he, just because it's, I don't know if it's like, because it's a pre-tape or if yeah. it's just not trying to, like, be, like, funny shtick, low-hanging fruit guy. Like, when he, like, actually tries to sound like a vicious heel and right. stuff, I'm like, no, it's actually believable. 
I, I think it's. Uh, I think that was a good promo. Yeah, I think it's easier to give him direction when it's a pre-tape that's supposed to be thirty seconds, as opposed to five minutes in the ring with a live mic and people booing him. You know. No, it's sad, but it's true. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So then after this, you had uh, Brian Danielson out in the ring. We did. Uh, shout out Rudy Boy Gonzalez. <laughs> I was real, real pumped about that. Absolutely. He named like every uh, city in Texas, and then. Yeah, Rudy Boy mentioned Shawn Michaels. Yeah, big HBK chant. Yes. Uh, And then out comes, you know, he calls out MJF. Yeah. uh, And then out comes Stoke and uh, Ethan Page. Uh And just, again, just like quotable lines. um, You know, Ethan calling him Vegetable Man. Yeah. (laughs) And then then when Davison responds, like, did you really just try to insult me by calling me Vegetable Man? (laughs) Right. Um, and then, you know, Stoke, like, hey, you should be at home with your kids, uh, going to Trader Joe's, buying cauliflower Cheetos, whatever the hell it is that you do, taking probiotics. Yeah. And then Daniels would be like, you know, I couldn't really hear you between these crowds, like, politely telling you to shut up, and that glare off your forehead. Yeah. Like, Can you just try to grow some hair? And then the, the, line, the line of the night... You raggedy bitch. Yeah, you raggedy bitch. Like just you, you, you raggedy bitch. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like it yep. was so funny. It was really good. Uh man, Danielson and Stoke. Like get seeing Stoke getting like shine like this. Yeah, it's cool. Like, oh, it's so cool, man. For sure. Yeah, and Dragon. He's so bad at promos. It's weird. Um, uh, I man, I love Dragon. Yeah, God, he's the the coolest. I know. Absolutely. Um, you had Hook. Who did Hook beat up? I, Ooh, I don't have it written you jump, down. You're jumping way ahead. He he beat up Exodus Prime. Uh, oh, the, but oh, you geez. you skipped the Mox promo on Hangman. Oh, dude, that was so good. I'm surprised I didn't have that written down. Right, really good promo again. Shocker. Like, like dude, Mox is the man. Mox oh, he's so cool. Wildly doing some crazy stuff as a professional wrestler right now. Yeah, and then that's, the that's, the, that's the my Sam- guy Samoa Joe Happy Holidays promo. Oh, how can I forget? That's which is, right. Which is awesome. Uh, like calm, cool, collected Joe is way scarier than like Joe's gonna kill you, Joe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, like it just, he just seems like a, a maniac in this promo, but like very calm, uh, a little like, uh, almost like Jake, the snake ask, you know, in, in, in its calmness, not, not anything else about it is Jake, but just in like, Jake never raised his voice. Yeah. J- Jake didn't scream at you. Jake didn't like snort. Uh, well, Jake snorted, but he didn't like. Make- I was just saying, you want to you want to uh, retract that statement? I, I, I mean, uh, I, okay, yeah, snort is the wrong. I meant like an animal noise snort, but I guess growl is the is the is a better thing because uh-huh. Jake, Jake definitely did a couple of toots here and there. Oh yeah, uh, oh, just yeah. a cu- a couple two tree of them. Uh, Skied the Alps, I'd say. The, the fuck is this chocolate? Um, oh, Jake. But, <laughs> um, but uh. Yeah, uh, just that calm, cool, collected, but absolutely unhinged, psychotic promo. It, it, Joe's really good at that, and he's the king of TV. So he is. He's the king of my heart. And, and I love, I love Samoans, Joe. And then we get Hook versus Exodus Prime getting getting squashed out <clears throat> two, two weeks in a row, two live shows in a row. So good, good for him. Hey, um, get that money. I'll I'd do it. Hire me. I'll I'll get squashed. Yeah, get- 
get those appearances, brother. Right. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and then afterwards, uh, Jungle Boy got choke slammed into a dumpster by by, by Big Bill by by Two G's Big Bill. Um, like, dude, that was like fun. That it was. It was a really fun, like, it was something that, like, you would think wouldn't be fun. Like, oh, okay, uh, here comes Big Bill and whatever. But it was actually, like, a fun backstage promo. And I think one of the commentators said backstage assault. And I was like, oh, oh, uh, oh no, no, oh, no. Backstage assault. Uh, the worst wrestle game in the history of maybe one of the worst video games ever. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't have hey, to hey, pin that hey, one let's into have wrestling. A, let's have a... Let's have a pro wrestling game with no ring. Right. You don't have to pin that one into wrestling. That could just be broader video game. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was after a cool this segment. Yeah, man. I thought, it, like, him choke slamming him into a dumpster mm-hmm. was sick. Yeah. Uh, after that, was it Mox and Darius Martin? Yes. Yeah. Uh, how the hell did Mox start bleeding again? I don't know. Why? Who cares? Like, I just looked at him, and all of a sudden, he's bleeding. And I was like, all right, brother. Uh, but, yeah, he yeah. pretty much whoops this dude. Yeah. It, this is uh, – I watched this match, and I was like, Moxley's just a pit fighter at this point. Like, yeah. he's just like – there's like – it's not good guy or bad guy. It's just cheer for me if you want. I don't care. I'm just going to beat an ass every week. And yeah. that's just what it is. Send them out uh, because they're having – is it is it it was it was a preview of the three hundred thousand dollar thing or is it I believe I or is, believe or something is like that. Blackpool Combat Club wrestling top flight and AR Fox I don't know so it was a, no because both a, both teams are in that battle royal okay or I think it's a battle royal I don't okay. know it's a preview for something so that's why this match happened uh, but yeah Mox like um, Darius gets a couple of things but Mox kind of just swallows them up I wouldn't say it was a squash. But it was definitely one sided. Yeah, and it was uh it was cool as hell. Yeah. Um sure. after that, I believe was uh the guns versus FTR. Uh, again, you're you're skipping you're skipping interesting things here. It's it this is well, where you're taking your notes. Book of Hobbs part two. Oh, you know what? I missed this. I, I forget I think I like got up to get some like uh, NyQuil or something. Okay. Uh that's why I missed this part. Uh, green Death flavor. Um, oh, of course, dude. But um, it's just a, it was just another it's just another promo. Uh, it's good. I I think it's doing really good to build up Hobbs, you know, and how he's just sort of talked about like you know his the trauma he's been beaten, he's been cheated, you know, no kid deserved to be like that, but whatever. And uh, yeah, so it was a good little thing. Aww, and I like Hobbs. Aww. I hope he, I hope he comes out of this like you know. I hope the crowd really buys in and he gets a good position on the card because I like Hobbs and this is a good way to 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 keep him in everyone's mind while we while the card opens up for him to have some matches because the card's pretty packed right now. Uh, it is, man, and, and that's an interesting thing, thing too. Uh, I'll I'll talk about it here before we get to the end of the show. This show was sort of like the first show where. Almost everybody is moving on to new things. Like normally it would be like right after a pay-per-view, you would you'd get to that, you know? Yeah. And like instead you got like everybody's sort of doing new things. Starks and Jericho, you know, uh Samoa Joe Wardlow's still happening. Um 
but like you're you're starting to some, some there's some interesting pair offs. The Mox Hangman thing is building up um, from Jungle Boy. Like the 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 next the next thing we're gonna talk about the the Ass Boys FTR. That's that's been waiting to pay off for a while, and then they're finally moving Swerve and Keith Lee in a position. It's cool to sort of see stuff start to like evolve and revolve in a different way. Like everything sort of Ring of Honor stuff is a little bit done. Although at some point here we did get a Sanjay Dutt rap that we didn't talk about. Um, oh brother. But um, I was hoping, I just like, I like Taz being shoot mad at how bad it was. Yeah. I was hoping that double J rapped, but he didn't. Um, uh, but like should have everything finally feels like a certain era of AEW is over and people are starting to, Programs are starting to open up, and spots in the card are starting to open up for some a couple people here and there to, to slide in, and I like that. Uh, that feels nice. I think that has been a critique of, of AEW was that Tony was trying to get Ring of Honor stuff sort of ham-fisted in there so much uh, that the show started to suffer a bit, and this one sort of felt a little uh, a little bit more of an evolution of what AEW is going to be for the next couple of months, and that was nice. Yeah, I agree with you 100% but, on that. Uh, Ass Boys versus FTR. Uh, the one FTR broke his literal ass. Yeah, man. Uh, old Dax, who has his own podcast now. Yes, FTR what, cast or whatever. See what his first topic is? No. CM Punk? Uh-huh. Is it really? Yep. Oh, boy. He's not making any friends backstage. Yep, it's Punk. Uh, he doesn't... He said... No, he's not a guest, just the topic. Interesting. So that that's hey, you want people to listen to your first episode, right? There, there you go. Yeah, and um, this is sort of it's he's the, he's taking over the feed of the Gentleman Villain podcast. So yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, dude. Um I thought the match was like it was okay, you know. I think FTR is is like incredible. Yeah, it's this about this is the about the best of the ass boys can be. Yeah. It's, um it's FTR is yeah, FTR kills it. Yeah. Um they're they're just I don't know, man. They're so good. Like I can't even you can't even deny it at this point. Yeah, for sure. Um and yeah, Ass Boys get the win. Dressed as Bret Hart. Yeah, real weird. Like they're Sean Michaels entrance gear Bret Hart tights though. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't understand. Come out dressed as the Beverly Brothers, then we'll talk. Um and now we're now we're talking. Right. Like if they want to dress like let's let's go let's let's you know let's cycle through some actual tag teams let's let's get obscure with this shit you know stop copying you know some of the best guys let's you know let's really let's put some antlers on your head and come out as the faces of fear let's let's talk about this you know yeah I guess I guess the antlers on the head's already being done though uh so that can't oh happen. yeah Malachi yeah uh I'm trying to think, what other tag teams can they come out dressed as the Ding Dongs. Oh, the the dicks. Uh the dick the Basham brothers. Uh, they can have they can have they can come out dressed as the Bashams and have Jade manage them. Uh I mean, all right, if you want to rehash weird ruthless aggression era stuff, why not? Right. Because right, the Basham had that had the, the manager who was like a super built she, woman, she right? She won the uh she won tough enough that was, one. Oh, year. okay. All right, good. So there you go. And her name her name was uh Linda Miles, so cousin Linda. Oh, cousin Linda, there you go. Um and uh, what? Who else? Let's see. What's oh, that? speaking of cousins that are in the WWE, okay. Can we talk about real quick 
top dollar from yeah, Friday you, you night. Wanna, you want to? Okay. So uh, clearly, the biggest moment of the night is next in our AEW topic. So let's make people wait for that for a second more. Uh, Brother, uh, I must have watched this clip <laughs> fucking twenty times, and I laughed yeah. as hard each time. Yeah. My man goes to hit it like a tope over the top rope, uh-huh. and he just doesn't get up at all. It just like. Yeah, floats over like just all oh, belly yeah. rolls over the top rope. I, I've and, never seen a seen uh, a human get spaghetti legs before, like hitting something. It was really interesting. Uh, yeah, I listen. I, I, I'm proud to admit, not proud to admit, but I will admit that uh, I was a top dollar apologist. Uh, you who, absolutely uh, were. Who's better than top dollar? Not nada. Uh, I thought for a guy of his ability, he <sighs> he used what he had to it to the best sort of way you know i don't think he tried to do too much uh i don't think ever i never thought he was a great wrestler but i thought he sort of knew what his lane was and was very good at staying in it and using it uh i can see how horribly wrong i was uh i apologize to my family for in our in this moment uh, of great embarrassment and disgrace uh i will hang my head in shame uh, over how wrong i was uh top dollar uh, not not a getting over that rope. Uh, it, uh, yeah. my man struggled. I, I appreciate that, like, he flopped over and, like, kind of hit one of them with a leg and then sold it anyway. Like, you know, because, like, in that moment, you have a choice to make, right? Like, you can either, like, while the arena is, is la- audibly laughing at you on television, um, <laughs> The commentators are laughing. Like you can, you you got two options. You can do two things. You can either boo boo face and walk away. You know, just like walk yourself back to the corner of the ring and just be like, okay, I fucked that up, whatever. Or you act like you hit that fucker and it was successful. Well, and, and I, I like to. Like, the crowd just immediately started chanting, you fucked right. up, and oh, just audible laughter, I, and oh, I, I was having so much fun. I appreciate that he sold it as if it worked. Uh, you know, it, it's like, uh, it's actually worse than QT Marshall's handspring fucking pile of shit that he does. Ah, uh, um, the, Thor- the Thorazine the, kid himself. The Thorazine kid himself, QT Marshall. Uh... Yeah, so Top Dollar, you know, he's not not a not 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 going to do that one again for damn sure. <laughs> nope, I don't think he will. Or maybe he will. Maybe he'll practice it for the next six months and break it out and prove to everyone that he can do it. Uh, I have a something feel- tells me that's not going to happen. I have a feeling that if he does ever do it again, it'll be in a different company after he's released in the next three months because he's got to be one of the ones that's disappointing Papa H, right? <sighs> yeah, he fucking sucks. So dynamite, yes, back let's, back to AEW. Let's uh, talk about some uh, some real people that are the uh, the, the, the actual seg- hip hop stars. The segment that dare I say. Uh, had moments that rivaled Top Dollar, uh, not making it over that top rope, uh, but it did open with what is, which could make my list of top five moments. Uh-huh. Uh huh. For next week's year-end review episode of uh, Rick Ross saying, "You a big motherfucker." 
Dude, I was <laughs> on so TV. happy when that happened. I was like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, I hope he slips up. Yeah. I hope he says something that he shouldn't. And my man just looks at Keith Lee and just goes, you a big motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm like, he's not wrong. It's the coolest thing ever. Right. Right. Uh, listen, we talk on this show uh, in the past. We've talked about it personally. It's a great actual wrestling fan personal heartbreak of mine. When Keith Lee entered that rumble, when Lesnar was by himself and Lesnar was like on camera, like that's a big boy. Yeah. And the E did nothing with it. Nope, we never got right? any sort of payoff and for that. Lee is one of these guys who was offered his job back, and him and Swerve both said, no, we're good. Yeah. I appreciate that. I do, too. But being over, the the Brock Lesnar thing was like, a this is awesome, like, Lesnar's ready to help Keith Lee be made. Rick Ross walking into a ring and then for seemingly the first time walking standing <laughs> next to Keith Lee and having the genuine honest reaction into a microphone that Keith Lee is in fact a big motherfucker dude i was the amazing best. it's the best it's it, you know i understand that like they then like put it on a delay and there was really shitty audio and the whole segment falls apart from there. Uh, but I'm not kidding. Like it is contender to make my top five greatest moments of the year because it is perfect. And it's a thing that I just love in wrestling. That was a genuine reaction because if he was that good of an actor, the rest of the segment would have been better. Yeah. He just looked at Keith Lee and was like, this dude's big. <laughs> Dude, so, like, I he was, I guess he was on that busted open this morning, Rick Ross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they asked him about it, yeah. and he said, he looks like he weighs to me up close between 360 and 370 pounds. When he kind of turned his back to me, I realized the size and width of his shoulders and his trapezoids. Yeah. Uh, and then he also said... There's a good chance AEW will get more gifts. I like Tony Khan. Tony Khan is a cool motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> awesome. Dude, he is the man. Yeah. Um, I love Rick Ross. I loved when he had that one random backstage that was swerving Keith Lee months ago. Yeah. When he just yelled out, accusations. Yeah. <laughs> False accusations. Right. I forgot about that. Like, yes. I, I would have just said I sent that like gift to somebody today yeah. of him doing that. Like <laughs> oh it's so it's it's just the best, man. Yeah. Uh, um but sadly oh, so this cool. segment falls the fuck apart. Yeah, sadly, uh, you know, Swerve comes out and they're kind of just like talking to each other, and then your boy, Parker Bordeaux, <laughs> yep. uh, <laughs> shake. Jumps Keith Lee from behind, and he gets his ass beat quick. Uh, and rightfully so. Listen, uh, I, I'm very passionate about this. Uh, Parker Bordeaux is a mistake. <laughs> Parker yeah. Bordeaux, Bordeaux sucks, man. Yeah. Look at those punches. Like, look at everything he did. Look at the, the – he was making, like, worse than Gigi Dolan faces after he's, punching a guy. He's so – Bad. He's so bad. He's a mistake. WWE signed him thinking he was going to be something, and they released him 
relatively quickly, and for whatever reason, AEW scooped him up, and I've been saying from the beginning, he is a mistake. He is going to prove to all of you that he is a mistake. He was a mistake on the Trustbusters, and he's a, a mistake here in whatever Swerve's thing is going to be called. Um, and Oh, Mo- Mogul, was it Mogul Affiliates? Mogul Affiliates, because they're aligned with Rick Ross, is that how this is? I don't... I guess, because uh, then you have uh, this other dude come out who's like, I they didn't get a clear look at him, but he just has words tattooed all over him. Yes, I looked him up. I forget his name. He's not Tom McDonald that people were reporting. He's a different guy that has been a professional baseball player. He was like a number two pick in a draft years ago, and he's been playing like mid-level ball and being a pro wrestler for a few years. Yeah, uh, cool. Uh, also a mistake. Like, let's just talk about where we're at here. Um, but I did. Uh, oh, here we go. G- Grandin Goatsman. Cool. Eleven-year pro ball player. Uh, he goes by King of the Klondike on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to look him up, he oh, is just a dude who is heavily tattooed in mostly words um i'm looking at him right now he's got a lot of symbols on his face uh his body has like i don't know lyrics or something uh, cool under the bludgeonings my head is bloody beyond the place of something i don't know i uh yeah God, this guy sounds like he The measure rocks. of a man is not in the moments of comfort and something where he stands at times of controversy. Uh, yeah, I, uh, man, lots of words, lots of, lots of tattooing words and other stuff. Uh, I, I don't understand it. Uh, I don't, I don't see the point. I, I don't see what these guys are going to bring to this. Uh, I was almost as bored with this segment as Keith Lee was. Because uh, Keith Lee wasn't feeling this segment, man. Uh, Listen, if Rick if Rick Ross is sticking around, I'm all in. Right, that's fine. Uh, and you know, uh, I hope their intention isn't to get Swerve to get these guys over because I don't see it. I just Parker Verdot's a mistake, and this new guy, like, there's there was no reaction. Nobody even knew who he was. Commentary seemingly didn't know who he was. Yeah, they didn't, they never said it was his name so, or anything. So that's not great. Um, and Keith Lee having to sell for these guys, he was doing the minimum effort on those sort of things. Uh, he was he was as there for this as I was. Uh, they, I think with this segment with, and then the, it being on delay. So all the audio echoed weirdly. Um, I think AEW for the first time showed the world, the impossible that swerve isn't always cool. I don't know, man, that stomp at the end through the uh, center block was pretty cool. Through the center block was cool. But the segment as a whole, I think, was just a giant mess. And it is we're going to suffer through Swerve trying to get these other two idiots over. Uh, unless Rick Ross is just going to try and get these two idiots over. I don't know. Um, let's uh, let's just let, let's see where this goes because that's what we do. But but if you're if you're not giving me Swerve versus Keith Lee in like a five star to pay per view, 
I don't. I guess if you're going to give me that, which is seemingly what they're going to do, I guess I'll be all right with sitting through these idiots teamed up with Swerve. But God, it, if I see anybody online say Parker Bordeaux is good, I'm going to block them. Accusations. <laughs> False accusations. Parker Bordeaux is a mistake. Not wrong. Just like Marina Shafir is, isn't the problem, she is a problem. She sure, she sure is. Uh, Parker. Uh, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what's not a problem, though, DJ. Okay. This main event. The main event. I see you. Okay. You're pushing me along here. You want me to stop talking about how bad Parker Bordeaux is bad enough that you want to force a segue there? I like it. I appreciate <laughs> the gusto because, frankly, Listen, I would spend man. the next 40 minutes complaining about that oddly vibrating jackass. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark that real quick. Doug, if you're listening, put the papers in, my good, my good sir. Uh, so, yeah, main event, AEW Women's World Title. Yes. Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida. During the week, Jamie Hayter promised that uh, this is going to be like a 90s All Japan women's wrestling match. Mm -hmm. And to that, I say, oh, those are some pretty pretty big shoes to fill. Yes. Uh, Jamie Hayter, you're awesome. Hikaru Shida, you're awesome. This match, uh, easily the best women's match in AEW history, I'd say. I, I think so. Uh, this is the fifth time the wi- women's match has made evented an AEW show of one kind or another. Um, and, uh, yeah, this, uh, this match fucking rocked. Uh, you know, I, I don't think, I think American TV has too many restraints to allow this to be a 90s, uh, all Japan women's match. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> You know, you can't, you can't actually, as much as Moxley bleeds, you can't actually bleed as much as Bull Nakano uh, and Akira Hakuto did in those days, yeah. but. Or, or, or dump. Or dump, yeah, <laughs> dump Matsumoto. Um, but uh, barring what I felt were some really inopportune commercial breaks, uh, I think, again, I've said this about other matches too, Um and I think you should trust your main event people and limit commercial breaks during your main event. I know it's hard because advertisers want to advertise during the top spots of the show. But I think the, the two commercial breaks this one, this match had sort of broke it up a little oddly. Uh, that being said, this match ruled. Uh, both of us have been on, on board with both of these ladies since pretty much their initial show up in, in AEW. Uh, yep. Sheeta to me, I'll, and I'll speak for you, was the very obvious front runner in that division when this company started. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think Sheeta was sort of the one that helped get Brit over. Like, Sheeta was, you know, uh, a great women's champion. And was was very clearly the front runner in this division when this division was in its fledgling stages. And then, you know, it's sort of fighting back and forth. She did disappeared for a while. I think she's been on a really great run since she's been back. Um, I agree. And I think, you know, she's she's looking great. Uh, you know, she has been really doing great things. No matter anything that's asked of her in this company, she she seems to deliver. Yep. Uh, and then Hater shows up uh, when she did a, a month, a year, two later. Um and 
Hader has been so solid in this company. Yep. Uh, impressive every time she steps out. Uh, and, you know, talking about her catching cross bodies and how crisp she does that. And uh, sort of showing up in the beginning with like the uh, a more, I'll say, a muted look with the long straight hair. You know the the more toned down gear, sure, kind of yeah. like what she was, looked like in Star. It was just pla- and, it was just like plain black gear, right? Uh, and then sort of getting aligned with Brit and um, changing her look and getting the the makeup and the big hair and all that, uh, and just showing everyone that like she is this really really talented wrestler. Um, to and a lot of times I'll say like not purposefully, but like. A little to the detriment of Brit, who she's aligned with, because I think Brit has improved and Brit has a great look, uh, and Brit is very good at getting over. But like Hater is such a good wrestler, um. Yeah. So this was a, this was a matchup that I was like super excited to watch, and they fucking delivered. And like I, I think this is this is to me three years in on this company. This is the statement match for this division. This is this is the this is what this division can and should be, and if you can't do what these two did, step up your game, or watch this division pass you by because now Athena is going to want to do what they just did, yeah, and Tony Storm is going to want to do what they just did, and Statlander gets back. Statlander is going to want to do what they just did, like it. That this is now going to be that spark of. Here's the clear top match of this division. Let's get better. And sadly, the I think the Penelope Fords of the world are going to have to figure out whether or not they can do that. <laughs> uh, because yeah, I mean, you know, there's certain places for like your Penelope Fords. Uh, there, there absolutely is. I'm not saying ship them out of the company, but this is the statement match for this division. Um, this is like has the potential to be like the turning point of like NXT getting Io Shirai and Kari Sane and Dakota and that sort of grouping of women that, you know, uh, the, yeah. the four horse women were there and they're great. And obviously they're all amazing, but like that NXT division that was hitting with Io and Bianca and all those people, um, was really a different caliber of wrestling. And this match has the potential to light that fire for AEW and start moving forward, especially when Soraya's mystery tag team partner shows up in two, three weeks. Oh, baby. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. It could really light a fire under this division. And, and I hope it really does. I hope it does. Um, but yeah, Jamie is just killing it. And yeah, not taking anything away from Sheeta, of course, because, like you said, ever since she really came back, she she upped her game too. Yeah. Um, and, and she but just, yeah, and she's just playing a role. She is is not going to get that belt. But you know, like she she had yeah. it. She had a good run with it. You know, she's staying strong, but she she don't need that belt. That belt's not going to be hers probably for a while. Uh, I think Sheeta is good enough and is in fans' purview enough and in their brains that at any point she can be in that picture and take that belt, and nobody would be mad. Right, I think yeah. everybody loves Sheeta, uh, but she's not I getting agree. that belt anytime soon. She's there to make people look better. She's a super talented fucking wrestler, uh, yep. and 
I I just this is this could be that landmark moment. Not that they haven't had good matches before because they have, you know, the Britain Rosa blood and guts thing was awesome. They've done a lot of cool women's stuff, but this one just feels different. It it's every I feel like all the so I feel like most of the good women's matches though yeah. were gimmicked. Like right. you know, Ro, uh, Rosa and Britt, uh, you know, like you said, blood and guts. Then they had like the cage match. Yeah. Um, you know, even if you want to talk like Anna Jay and Tay Conti against uh Penelope and the Bunny in that like random hardcore match. Yeah, that was a good match, yeah. Um, you know, this was like the best just straight up like wrestling match. Well, and and you said in the beginning this is this is the best women's match in AEW. This is yeah. also one of their best main events on free TV. Like, yeah, I agree with that. This match it, you know, and wrestling is wrestling and, you know, wrestling sometimes unfairly splits the divisions and sometimes there may be lesser expectations for women's wrestling still, which is unfortunate because look at some of the fucking wrestling that's out there. Um, but like, I think this is, this transcends that. This is just one of the better AEW matches that they've ever, that any, anybody has ever done. Uh, and that's super exciting to me, especially seeing, fucking willow in that company and like you know the potential for yeah. people to bring in and you know we'll talk about some hires next week i'm gonna have a couple of women i think on mine or at least one that i can think of right now for sure that like can fit in and have these kind of matches and i'm just i'm excited for the division because i really genuinely love women's wrestling when they're allowed oh, to too. fucking wrestle and like yeah you know i, I say like I love Eddie Q and Eddie Kingston talks or when whoever talks about the, the four pillars and I want to wrestle like that, or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do a 10 root thing or the, the love that FTR has and punk had of, of Bret Hart stuff. And, you know, comparing it to this classic stuff that we all love. Well, when these, when, when these, these women wrestlers come out and they're like, well, we want to bring the influence of Bull Nakano and Akira Hakuto and Manami yep. Toyota and sweet sugar ass and Kruger Titty, <laughs> Kruger uh, Titty. <laughs> to now, I, I I'm super excited for that because I think a lot of I think if you said to a lot of wrestling fans the name Combat Toyota, you'd get a weird look, right? I I, I still yeah. don't. Think You're right. That a lot of that women's wrestling of that all all women all Japan women's wrestling era is that well known still it's known it's more than it ever has been youtube is a great thing for that look up some stuff if you want recommendations I'll, we'll show you one of the best matches i've seen anybody yep, have ever a anybody ever anybody ever i will put that tag match up again we've talked about it all the time against any yep. match i will gladly put it up neck to neck against any match you could put you could yep. point me in um but i love that the women's wrestling has gotten to a point in the U.S. and on American TV, and even WWE does a lot of this stuff. Because I think didn't Rhea just wrestle Akira Tozawa or something? I think so. Yeah, um, something like that. Like I just like the fact that they can be like, "All right, we have the we have the the screen time, and the match positioning, and the uh, ear of someone who is letting us say, I want to wrestle like Bulnacano. I want to." bring the the intensity and the fire and the passion and the quality wrestling that the great women wrestlers of the past have done 
and bring it to now. And I think that's awesome. You know, WWE used to do that a lot more. We, WCW used to do that. We've The Jumping Bomb Angels were on, you know, American TV. We, you know, Akira Hakuto, Bull Nakano, they all had really great runs. But after them, it was a long period of underwear. You know, it's true. I mean, I remember like a Twitter thread a while ago. I think it was MVP yeah. was uh, talking and – I think like somebody was like, "Oh, Manami Toyota is the best women's wrestler ever," and he responded, "He's like best women's wrestler. You mean the best wrestler right. ever, right? You know." And it's hard to argue that. It I is. mean, she's one of the best wrestlers right. ever, right? And you have in AEW, you have an Emmy Sakura who wrestled for FMW. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's insane. You have the influences in the right places, and that wasn't always a thing either. You know, you a lot of times you didn't have access to women's wrestlers with that sort of uh, pedigree and experience and knowledge, you know, who who brushed up to the, the shoulders of giants in women's wrestling. And it's super interesting and it's great. And I just think of like – I think of Willow and I think of the, the women's wrestlers that we see on the indies – uh, from you know Trisha Dora and Erica Lee and uh Becca, you know, and you just see and like and also you know the um non-binary the uh, you know Maxi and Max gets, gets sort of pushed into that division. I think uh, on mainstream TV, I think Max would be pushed into the the women's division, but non-binary, um, just great sort of alternative wrestling that we don't see that much. Uh, you know, your Heidi Howitzer and, you know, and your Ziggy Heim and Edith Surreal. And you see these wrestlers that are so good and waiting for that breakout. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm really genuinely excited for women's wrestling. And I, we loved on this show. This show was for a good six to eight month period was just us talking about how great NXT's women's division was. Yeah, um, for real. So to see AEW tease us that they, they can get to this point, that this is where they're going, that they have the pieces in place finally to start being more consistently on that level, it's got me super pumped. It's not that I don't like what Moxley does. I love what Moxley does. It's not that I don't of like course. a lot of these guys wrestling and all that, but like there is an untapped potential in women's wrestling in on American TV still, even with all the talent that's out there, I think they could be doing more, you know, um, it, cause it's still, even any company, it's still one or two matches a show. It's still, well, you get one mat, you know, you're lucky if you main event a pay-per-view, you get one or two matches on the pay-per-view and just be happy with it. Uh, I want to see women's wrestling explode. I think there's a shit ton of talent out there. Uh, and a match like this just gets me so fucking pumped. I agree, man. Um, you know, I even I like the ending with uh, like Tony Storm coming back, yeah, uh, and then, and then Soraya like running out. Mm -hmm. You know, I liked it was almost like okay, like here's your three against us three. You right. know, like like yep. almost like all right, here's our big three. Like let's yeah. let's do this. You know, I was I was like that was such a cool ending. I it thought. was it was really cool. Uh, and there's a lot coming. Obviously, they're they're everyone speculating the Sasha Banks thing. Uh, if, sure. it if it happens, it happens. Uh, it certainly looks like it's going to. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Uh, I think they they have enough uh, there that Sasha 
it would be a huge boost because of the name value. But I sure. think I think AEW's women's division could be a lot stronger than people realize. Um, and it'll be interesting to see because that's a great three-on-three matchup. Storm, Soraya, and Sheeta versus Britt, Hater, and Rebel. Rebel doesn't work that much, but that's okay. She can still yeah. be in the match. Um, I, I just I, – I, there's a lot of potential there, and I'm excited for it, and I hope the audiences keep responding to it. Uh, and it is uh, unfortunately tougher for women wrestlers. Like there, there's a great response when, when a match like this happens on TV, uh, and there's a worse response when a bad match, a bad women's match happens. That's sort of sure. Oh, uh, there's a large community that's like, Oh, get them out of here. That's stunk. Well, guys have shitty yeah. matches all the time. <laughs> oh, of course. So. Uh, I'm just, I'm just pumped, man. I, this, this kind of, it, good wrestling gets me fucking pumped. Uh, and I, I, you know, Sheeta is, has been a, I'm been a big fan since the beginning. Man or woman, she's been, been one of the people in AEW as a whole that I've always been really excited to see. And Hater is so fascinating to watch. Um, cause I think, I don't even think she's shown us her best yet, which is really remarkable. So. Yeah. I, I'm so with you on that. We'll and, and before we talk about uh, more good wrestling yes. that gets you pumped, yes. uh, you brought up a name before, and uh, of, officially in this year's uh, Adelaide's General Neutral Monarch, Ooh. Um, our We Need Wrestling's official entrant is Max the Impaler. Yes, yes, they are. Um, so good luck, everyone. <laughs> right? Uh, I guess Adam is announcing that tonight. Right as yes. as we record this and and at odds records their show, so uh, that that's our pick. Was Eddie our pick last year? No, no. it was uh, Unbreakable Andy. Oh, it was Unbreakable Andy. Uh, fuck yeah, Unbreakable Andy. I hope if you're out there, I hope you're doing fucking great, man. <clears throat> uh, uh, we'll we'll talk. We'll, me and Unbreakable Andy are Facebook friends. We'll talk more about that off air. Oh no. Uh huh. Oh no. Uh, that's not great. Uh, maybe it hurts I, my heart. Maybe I take that back, Andy. Uh, hope uh-huh. you're not listening. But, uh, yeah. Max the Impaler rules. Uh, Max should win the whole thing just for breaking bottles, uh, on and near Dan Champion. <laughs> last LVAC show. I've uh, never lost my mind more at an LVAC show than when that happened. <laughs> it was the coolest. Uh, yeah. Max rules. So, good luck. Sorry, everybody, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know anybody cooler <laughs> at this moment. Yeah. So, listen, Boar, we love you. Love you. Not but, your year. Uh, Not your year, brother. Maybe next year. Listen, Adam. Adam screwed you over every year. It's true, and I'm sure he'll continue to screw you over in the tournament. But, but sorry, man, it's not this year. Yeah. Um. Our talk. Uh, because that was all the wrestling that we watched this week. Yes. Um, so, Wrestle Kingdom 17, January 4th. Um, obviously, we're not, we wanted to uh, watch this week some Wrestle Kingdom matches because Christmas is this weekend, New Year's, you know, all that hubbub. Yes. You know, not really going to have time to do anything. Um, so, we were looking at like best Wrestle Kingdom matches. And of course, you have your Omega Okada, you know, how could you not? Um, and I was looking at the card for Wrestle Kingdom 10 and on cage match again, not because it's right, but because it's easy. Yes. Uh, the last three matches on the card are all rated above a nine. Mm-hmm. 
And so you were like, hey, let's just do that. I said, all right, let's do it, man. Right. Particularly so, because at the, least one of them I hadn't seen before. Yeah. So, so the the matches that we watched um, for the Never Openweight Championship, Katsuyori Shibata against Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, if you're a fan of either of these two, mm-hmm. you know how this starts. Yes. Shibata just running out of the <laughs> corner and jump, jump, kicking Ishii in the face. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a sprint from from minute one. Uh, this is in this is six years ago. Yeah. Uh, I guess it'll be seven years ago. Oh, well, it's close. Yeah, I was gonna say it's basically seven at this. Yeah, point. Yeah, basically seven at this point. Um, this uh, this is sort of both of these guys' more iconic matches. Um, yeah. Shibata, maybe Shibata Okada is a little bigger because they had to take out Shibata's brain. Oh. But, um. That is one of the best matches ever, though. Yes, it is. But this is a fight of just a pure fight, uh, a border, uh, a pure fight that stretches into gnarly beating <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Um, there is. The set, I don't know how Shibata's brain wasn't mush after the headbutts he throws in this one. Uh, it just, it, they said, it sounds like, uh, like hitting a baseball bat off of a tree. Like it, it's so gross, man. They're, they're disgusting. Uh, him and Ishii are mad men. Um, and it's just, it's exactly what you expect from these guys. And it's fucking great. Uh, interesting thing for me about this match is this is Shibata's first new Japan title. It was. Yep. So I was reading about it because they said that, and I was like, well, how can that be true? And it's like, well, because he was a freelancer for 11 years. Yeah, because he left. He left. So he trained in the dojo, did about four or five years in New Japan, and then left and did Noah and yep. the Inoki shows and a bunch of other stuff. It was a freelancer for 11 or 12 years and sort of came back maybe a year before this um, and then is done a year after this. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Um, but this, this match is, is, is five stars all the way and just, uh, uh, just a massacre. It's just a beating. It's two men who make their careers out of hitting people as hard as they can. And they both sort of meet their match in this match in a way. Like they both sort of like hit each other yeah. and then sort of like look at each other and like cock their, like they do like the, the almost like the Michael Myers headcock, like where he can't figure something out in, in the Halloween yeah, movies. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? You hit people that hard too? And then they just sort of have a, a contest as to who can hit the other one harder. Uh in the pre or in the, the succeeding seventeen minutes. It's not a terribly long match because it can't it physically cannot be. It can't be. be. No, yeah. yeah, it cannot be. So um so then the next match that we watched, mm-hmm. this is for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, which I miss this title a lot. Oh, especially after they announced that blue atrocity today. Oh, I know. It's so sad. The, the king of um, pro wrestling title instead of a trophy. I, wrestling trophies I, are cool. Let somebody have a trophy. It's like a tiny trophy, too, which makes it even funnier. Yeah. Um, I have a dumb blue belt, but they got rid of the Intercontinental belt. I don't understand. Yeah. I miss that IC title. Yeah. Um, granted you have the United States title, but I missed the IC title. Yes. Um, so this is 
Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. Yes. So the funny thing about this match, mm-hmm. and I remember, I remember like because I watched this Wrestle Kingdom. I, I uh, had not ha- seen. I had happened. not seen this match before. So when I was watching this, I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! This is their last Wrestle Kingdom match, both of them, and their first match against uh, each other." Yes, because the next day at New Year's Dash, AJ gets kicked out of the Bullet Club, and Omega takes over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then uh, Shinsuke, this is his last Wrestle Kingdom, and then he debuts WrestleMania weekend against Sami Zayn. Yeah, in NXT, crazy. Uh, so it's kind of like wild that all that happened in such like a quick yeah because yeah then aj what a couple weeks later he debuts at the royal rumble yes yeah, so did, did aj aj didn't go to nxt right he was right to main no, roster he went right to the yeah he debuted at the rumble that yeah year. yeah um so i always forget how good aj's run was in new japan mm-hmm. um because they fucking butchered this dude in tna so bad towards the end sure did where he was kind of like damaged goods Mm -hmm. and then he goes to new japan and he's like oh okay i'm gonna show you how good i am i I still people people forgot how good i am i I still to this day sort of think about aj styles and my first thing is like oh he was washed years ago right but but not (laughs) there's not no Yeah. yeah Uh, I love this match. Um, I've, I've seen it a bunch. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about it. I'm more curious your take because this is the first time you ever watched well, First this. time watching it, I wasn't watching uh, really at this point, not even a ton of wrestling at all. Um, but uh, definitely not any New Japan. Um, I, this is, it's, it's a true classic. This is, uh, this is two guys who match up incredibly well. Um, you know, this is like, uh, a, a Nakamura who, uh, I, I'm not going to say winding down, but a, a Nakamura who is sort of, uh, becoming a little bit of a slicker wrestler because he's getting old and is getting sick of hitting, getting hit really hard. Sure. This is why he eventually That's the right leaves. way to put it. No, it's the right way to put it. So he, he, you know, like he's always been a super talented wrestler, but like he matches AJ's style. AJ's AJ Styles is style what, in this match. Um, you know, just like a move for move innovation kind of stuff. Uh, there's a lot that I love. I love the little subtle blocks and transitions. Uh, there's the point where Nakamura does like the 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 go behind where he drops to the knee and sort of slips behind you. Uh, and AJ brought AJ uh, throws a, a a a knee and blocks it. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, I love the storytelling aspect of the one-armed Styles Clash that he hits because yep. he doesn't get all of it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And sort of just the 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 what they have to go through uh, to to beat one another. It is it is uh, a a match uh, as good, or if not, I, I'll say it's as good as their WWE meeting is terrible. <laughs> Oh man, I'm still so upset um, over that. But like, if you saw them in that WWE match, you'd be like, "Why would I want to watch this?" But this is really, really great. Uh, it is. Yeah. It, it is an actual classic. Um, the question I have for you, because I don't watch a ton of WWE and I have not watched an AJ Styles match in forever. Mm-hmm. Does he still use the calf killer? 
Um, I don't think he's used it in a while, and I know that they changed it to the calf crusher. Okay, because um, it's you know it's so cool, right, dude? It's such a cool move. Uh, and like it's not like a it it's not a finisher car, you know. It's, um, <laughs> it's not a finisher hold, but it's a great like nuisance weakening hold. Yeah. Um. And it looks cool, and it's quick and simple to apply, and would actually you can put it hurt. on anyone, right? It would actually hurt if you did it to somebody for real. Like it's yeah. one of those rare submission holds that would actually work. Um, and so that was really cool, and he he utilizes that a lot, especially in the beginning of this match. And I was like, oh, I I don't know that he still does that. I haven't seen anybody use the calf killer in a really long time. So uh, I was just wondering, but yeah, this is this is two guys. Um, uh, you know, technically past their primes, but like, don't tell them I said that. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, really, after this Shinsuke, like he goes to WWE, he has that Sami Zayn match, which right. was incredible. Yeah. Um. You know, I remember the match against him and Samoa Joe. Like that's one of the hardest hitting NXT matches, wrestling matches, really. Yeah. But he never got that like gear yeah um he wins the role he never yeah but he never had like that like what he was in japan right you know? well and that's and sort of you know him him leaving was you know he he really got sick of, get, of getting hit in the face real hard uh, yeah he was sick of getting dumped on his head you know it's it, it's the it's it's the truth and it's understandable and you could go and do a a, a maybe a more travel intense schedule but for damn sure a less intense wrestling schedule um and you know the man just wants to collect the check and surf right no problems with that and he's having good matches and he's and he's wrestling some really talented people um but this would be not that they haven't had good matches but this is this is sort of the 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 i don't know if it's purposeful or not but sort of uh you know we're leaving, but we're going to leave you with yeah, something you yep. won't forget. Yeah, you know, I, I agree 100% we're, with that. We're not doing a, a Carl Anderson walk and brawl here. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're saying goodbye in the best way that we can because, um, the you know, you get the J- Japan has been so good to both of them, uh, and they're yeah. leaving for uh, greener pastures. And by greener pastures, I mean money. No, you're you're 100 percent right. I mean, really, AJ went and he revitalized his career over that. Absolutely, in, in a know? different world, AJ Styles has retired for ten years already. You know, like wow. no, you're right, man. So, um, and then main event, dude, for the IWGP Champion Ooh, Heavyweight Championship. On. Sorry, the the young boys that come out at the end of this match. Okay, I was going to bring that up during the next match, Okay, go ahead. Uh, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Dave Finley. Yeah, dude, how crazy is that? Crazy. Uh, that and then, like, crazy. I know I saw I saw Sho and Yo yeah, and yep. uh, in the Master main. Watto. Oh, yuck. <sighs> That's your boy. Master Watto that um, long ago? He's been in wrestling yeah. that long and he's that fucking bad? Ugh. Yeah, dude. <sighs> Come on, you can't hate him that much. Yeah, well, six I mean, or nine. He six is or six nine. or nine. He is six or nine, but he's not good. I shared a clip today of Taguchi, uh, and Wado comes in for the save, and he looks like dog shit. Oh, that doesn't surprise I me. Can't man. Um, Taguchi's so good, and Wado is just like, bleh. that's Wado. Yeah. Well, 
It'll be wild when he wins the junior heavyweight championship at Wrestle Kingdom this oh, year. He's absolutely going to because they're trying to force him down our throat. I would rather watch Watto from the Star Wars prequels wrestle than I would Watto Whoa. Master Watto wrestle. Whoa. Yeah. Um so yeah, main event, uh the champ, Kazuchika Okada. Yes. The challenger, the winner of the G one that year, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Tanahashi man. Uh dude. <laughs> This match is like, man, like perfect professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd is at such like a fever pitch during this. Yes, that like even if you weren't really super into it, you couldn't help but get into this. Yeah, um, it's just that they're literally just like loud, just making noise. Like it, it's just, it's insane. Um. I I love this match. Uh, Okada retains the title, mm-hmm. which um, you know that's kind of like a big thing at Wrestle Kingdom. They don't like it's not like Mania where forever it was just like you know the title always changed hands. Right. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, that's not what it was. Really, January fourth shows you can call it. Right. Um, but man, these two are just like at the top of their Ooh, games and, here. And this also ends Tanahashi's five Wrestle Kingdom win streak. Yes, Which yes, is a it big does. Deal. Um, yeah, so this this is this is a war. Um, Ta- Tanahashi man, uh, in the shape of his life, it looks yeah. like a million bucks uh, carved dude. out of stone, like yeah. I, and like not like marble or granite, but like some sort of alien stone we have yet to actually discover. He is. Uh, I was like, I want to talk about top five most handsome wrestlers and why all five of them are Tanahashi. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> the hair. You son like, of a bitch. You broke the rule. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. The, you're good. The hair, like, it's it's peak lion's mane Tanahashi hair. He's got the dark and the light layers. Uh, he is just chiseled. Uh, he's on that good diet, brother. Oh, uh, yeah. And this is Okada, like, early. And he's had the belt for a bit, but like, this is, I think, his second go with the title, maybe? Yes, it is. Uh, but this is, like, the the beginning of the wave that I think he's still riding to this day. <laughs> yeah, no, he never got off the wave. Like, this is, he's, this is Okada, like, climbing to the top and staying there for the next, uh, I don't know how long, because it's not over yet. <laughs> no, I don't see it ending anytime soon. You know, um, so like that's crazy. It's Okada's first Tokyo Dome win over Tanahashi. Uh, uh, Okada kicks out of uh, kicks out of two high fly flows. Uh, Tana hits the the high fly flow to the outside, which I still think is one of the coolest moves I've ever seen. Uh, Live, it's the so scar- good, man. It, live, it's the scare. It's one of the scariest moves I've ever seen. And I was, I was ten rows back when Samoa Joe dumped Necro Butcher out, out on the fucking ground from the apron. <laughs> uh, I just the 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 high flow yeah. from the corner to the outside, which we saw him do in DC, which is crazy that he still does it, is just a wild wrestling move. Um, oh, and speaking of, we didn't talk about this in AEW. Fucking Hater and Sheeta did the fucking suplex off the apron, those assholes. Oh, yes. Yes, they did. Your um, favorite move. But yeah, this match rules. Uh, it is 
again, I don't want to say Tana's peak, but like the Tana we get now isn't this Tana. So if you watch Tanahashi now and you're like, I don't get it, go watch this guy. Yep. Like this yep. is the this is the dude. Um and Okada is still that guy. Yeah, dude. Uh I loved the end sequence when um Okada hit him with like three Rainmakers yes. just to like like I gotta put this dude down yep. and that place just yeah. is going insane and oh man, this is like peak like Wrestle Kingdom yeah, stuff, you know? For sure. So the question I have for you. Okay. Is Tanahashi still Okada's greatest rival? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you don't think Kenny has stepped in? No. 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 Okay. Um, I think Kenny I think the matches were some of the best wrestling matches you'll ever see, but I also sure. get why people don't like their matches. Sure. Um, if you were saying like I don't like Okada Tanahashi, mm. I would be like, uh, what's wrong with you? Okay. Right. Like, I agree. Well, what what's what's going on there? Yeah, I agree. I think Tana has uh, such a massive part in Okada's stardom. Yeah. Like in his fame and his rise. Um and I, I just, yeah, I, I, uh, and uh, Japan, I think they're, it's the handoff, right? It's, yep. Tana is the, is Japan's biggest star up until pretty much this match, right? Like the, like, uh, if not this match shortly before it or shortly after it, Okada is king. He's God. Um, and so it's it's an interesting handoff of like, you know, and the ace is still there and he's going to be the ace until he hangs it up. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how rickety his knees are. Um, but these two are special. Absolutely, man. And, uh, you know, when you when you talk about the pantheon of 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 greatest Japanese wrestlers, greatest New Japan wrestlers, greatest Japanese wrestlers, and there are a lot of fucking names on those lists. A yeah. lot of names, and you, but you don't get to make that list without either of these guys. Yeah, I would have to, you know, I would probably have to say both of them. If you're just talking, I mean, really, wrestling all time. Sure, wrestling both, all time too. Sure, are, are both top ten guys. Yes, absolutely. I, 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 yeah. I would say so. Yeah, I, you know, the the Mudas and the Chonos and the Kobashis and the Masawas. Um, you know, uh, I, I just, you know, and, and the, the Anoki and, you know, all those names, like you can't have a list with those guys and not have both of these guys on it. That's how important they are. That's how good they are. That's how good this match is. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it, it is, it's remarkable that, uh, a one single wrestling show. Had these three it's matches insane, on it, dude. Uh, and you, there's been other pay per views all over the world. The, the WWE, WWF has had some crazy pay per views with some legendary matches on it. WCW had some crazy pay per views with some legendary matches on it. You know, some of those WCW pay per views that we've watched recently had you know Ultimo and Dino Machino having five star matches as the fucking openers. 
Um, yeah. But the fact that this is uh, this is a, essentially WrestleMania, you know, and is the the last three matches are as fucking hot and as good as they are. Like these to me is it it's a five of five and maybe a six. <laughs> like it's yeah. you know, it's it you know uh the douche scale goes you know goes a little higher with merit, but it's not like the the Meltzer scale where we're just throwing out seven, eight stars willy nilly here. But uh <laughs> this is if you know, because if if I'm gonna say that that Ishii Shibata is five stars, then I have to say that AJ Nakamura is five stars. But if AJ Nakamura is five stars, then Tana Okada has to be more. Oh, no doubt. Uh, it's so. crazy. Like these three matches right in a row are probably the best, like wrestling match quality, like in a row on any pay per view right. ever. Right. Yeah, I I it would be very hard pressed, you know, to see like you know uh, usually you sometimes people like to put a match in between to sort of let people yeah cool off and take a break and catch their breath, uh, but this Wrestle Kingdom, which is not a short show, no, not at all, um, and has some other good matches early on. At the Briscoes are on this show, which is super weird. Yeah, and but, then uh, Omega and, and uh, Kushida's on this, right? Yeah, for the junior title. Yeah, um, yep. but these three matches, this is this is uh, and oh, interesting too because like, uh, if somebody was to be like, oh, I've never watched a Wrestle Kingdom or I don't really know Japanese wrestling or I don't know New Japan wrestling, uh, I'd be like, go watch the last three matches on, uh, Wrestle Kingdom ten, and that'll yep. give that'll give you a good taste of of everything they can bring you. And then yeah. what what you like the best or what you're the most interested in will then open all the doors you need beyond it. Yeah, it's really I agree. quite interesting. Uh, but yeah, gr- what a crazy show! It it should be studied. If 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 I was in college, I would write my dissertation on this on this show because it's it's ju- it's just insane. Yeah, dude, I had so much fun going back to watch these. Yeah. I haven't watched these in a while, so. Uh, maybe real pumped to watch these again. Yeah. Um, with with that said, um, I guess we'll run down the Wrestle Kingdom 17 card coming up now. Do it. Um, on January 4th, we'll run it down now because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're gonna have like your your pre-show stuff, um, like your New Japan Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, again, these are not in order, but this is how uh, Wikipedia has them marked. Uh, in the Antonio Inoki Memorial six-man tag team match, <laughs> Yuji, Yuji Nagata, Satoshi Kojima, and Togi Makabe against Tatsumi Fujinami, Minoru Suzuki, and Tiger Mask. Yeah, crazy. Holy old. Yes. And I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag uh, titles... Catch 2-2, which is TJ Perkins and Francesco Akira Yuck. going up against Lee Yo, which <laughs> is Leo Rush and Yo. Okay. Uh, you have a singles match for the IWGP Women's Championship. The champ, Kyrie, going up against Tam Nakano, which the heavy rumor is that uh, this is where Sasha Banks is going to appear. Okay. Uh, the tag team that... Uh, 
tag team match, obviously, for the IWGP tag team titles. The champs, FTR, going up against Bishimon, which is Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Absolutely. Uh, the tournament final for the inaugural New Japan World Television title, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Ren Narita. Okay, that's going to be an interesting one, for sure. You got to put it on Ren. Yeah, um, I think so, too. A singles, singles match for the Never Openweight Championship. The champ, Carl Anderson, against Tama Tonga. Okay, that's going to be... That's, uh-huh. uh, I, yeah, I, that's up to this point absolutely skippable on this card yeah um six-man tag uh which will be one of the participants the last new japan match ever you have los ingobernables de Hapon, which is tetsuya naito sonata and bushi going up against hiroshi tanahashi shota umino and keiji muto yes muto's last new japan match ever because yeah. uh he's coming to an end in january um a four-way match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. The champ, Taiji Ishimori, going up against El Desperado, Hiromu Takahashi, and Master Wato. Oof. A singles match for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. The champ, Will Ospreay, against Kenny Omega. Okay. That's that's going to be a match. I think you're going to like that one a lot more than I do. I, uh, I probably will. But, uh... It's it's gonna be interesting because uh, whether whether he wants to admit it or not, I think there's a lot on the line for Omega in this match. Yeah, I mean this is his first New Japan match back since uh, the Wrestle Kingdom where he lost the belt to Tanahashi. Right, so. and like let's see, yeah, what, to what, prove. let's see what Kenny has, you know. And I think I think the the. Uh, I would assume that this is going to be sort of a a handshake at the end. You know, Osprey is is anointed as the sort of top gaijin that Kenny held, uh, kind of thing. Well, I guess Jay White's there, but uh, took Jay White a little harder. They never really passed the torch from Kenny to Jay White. They tried to force us into Jay White until Jay White figured it out. Um, yeah, and so I think this might be a little bit more attempting to pass that torch. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. And speaking of uh, Jay White, mm-hmm. the main event for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. The champ, the switchblade, Jay White, going up against Kazuchika Okada. Uh, Okada doesn't lose at Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know. It'll be interesting. We'll see. Uh, Jay White did uh, did tell Eddie Kingston today that he started the trend of fuckboys joining wrestling companies. Um, oh boy! Because uh, Eddie Kingston said a lot of new fuck boys about to join AEW, and then said like, "Oh, a lot of people got nervous and sent me text messages to see if I was talking about I, I, them." I did see that. Yeah, and, that was awesome. And then Jay White responded and said, "Oh, congratulations! You're a real trendsetter, or something." And then uh, Eddie responded with a meme that said, "All that just for a little clout." Oh boy! So they're they're still going back and forth. Uh, well, I know they're they're setting up for a match between those two in New Japan Strong, so right. we'll see. It'd be really interesting if Jay White retained, and on New Year's Dash or what's the what's the one that comes after? Yeah, New, New Year's Dash. New Year's Dash, where everything sort of resets for the new year. Yeah, it'd be really interesting if maybe Eddie Kingston's music hit. 
uh, when Jay White came out to celebrate his victory over Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, we'll see, man. I didn't uh, say it happened, are... but weird shit no. happens. Because then what's it? Is Dominion the other one? What's the what's the crazy one? Dominion's not until the summer. Oh, okay. I thought there was a, yeah, another did... one after Wrestle Kingdom other than New Year's Dash, but uh well there's new beginning okay um there's new there's new year's dash then new beginning is kind of like they're like you know kind of setting up everything still that gets established with new year's dash but dominion is like kind of like their i'd say like their summer slam okay it'd be interesting because they do a lot of talking and i think that's a good matchup and you know to to be as active as you are in social media not to expose anything here but you have to be having fun working together to do all this shit so Oh, sure. We'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Um, you yeah. know, as you said uh, earlier, next week we're going to kind of have like a year-end show. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we have a couple topics picked out that we're going to go over. Yes. Um, you know, obviously after the show, if you want to send us your list, that would be sick. Sure. Um, if you didn't watch Wrestle Kingdom 10 matches this week and you're like, hey, I want to watch some wrestling, yeah. go watch the last three of that show. Yes. Because... My God, it's just perfection. Um, and then also, um, tomorrow, well, if you're listening to this by the time this comes out, tonight in beautiful Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, uh, LVAC at Sokol's. Yes. Um, full transparency, we don't know if we'll be there or not. Yep. Don't know. But weather just cause, weather just because of weather, weather permitting. Yeah, right. weather permitting. It's the it's the ice apocalypse. The day after tomorrow is currently happening. So, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> breaking the rules again. I know. Sorry, um, I forgot. Bad times. So, We're here for a bad time. Bad times only. Um, but yeah. So if we're if we're there, you know, cool. Yeah. Uh, if we're not, you know, it'll suck, but it, yeah. it is what it is, unfortunately. Did did we go over the year-end stuff, what we're going to do for uh, people to no, send us we'll, stuff? No, we'll just okay. do it next week, um, and then, you know, if people want to, like, oh, send okay, us stuff. okay, after that. I get you. After, after that, you uh, know. I get you. All right. Um, Sounds good. Did, uh, did you buy anything this week? Did I buy anything this week? I, I uh, did not. No, uh, I didn't. I did not either. Collapsible segment. Yeah, no. Uh, well, finally got, seizure finally got medicine for Jared. my dog. <laughs> oh, well, well, you just said well, you said we want to have a bad time. A bad so time, right? Go. A bad time. A, a vet bill and an overnight stay for my poor puppy. Uh, so I got my Jeff Jarrett zombie sailor figure finally. Yeah, he. They, it arrived before Christmas. All you people mocking poor. Undead semen, and <laughs> and he got he delivered on exactly what he promised. They uh, were they were in hand within two weeks, and they were there before Christmas. It is great. I'm not gonna lie; it's such a good figure. Did you pop oh, it open, so or good. You, you leave it on card? Oh, of course, I popped it open. Good. Come on now, I, I I don't I don't do that. All right, that's what I like to hear. I would do that with I would do that with certain things. Yes. But yeah, man, uh, other than that, I mean, I guess I don't have anything else, do you? Right. No, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm, cool. uh, 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 yeah, no, I got nothing. I don't, I want to keep this as a bad time. So I got nothing. Bad times only. Let's get out of here. This sucks. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll hit the plugs and we can, we can bid our farewells till next week. We can, we can skedaddle. Start hunkering down for the ice, the, the flash freeze that's coming. Uh. Um, 
This has been We Need Wrestling. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. You can find us online at We Need Wrestling on, on the uh, soon-to-be collapsible segment of Twitter. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Hive, Instagram, uh, WeNeedWrestling.com. We can email the show at uh, WeNeedWrestling at gmail.com. Uh, we are a proud member of the soon-to-be-named network at STBN Network on Twitter, soon-to-be-named-network.com, soon-to-be-named-network.tumblr.com, uh, where you can find a plethora of other shows, uh, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark. They're doing a bunch of year-end wrap-up uh, with their uh, superhero or super rogues gallery tournament. Um, and correction from last week, the van is gone. The van was gone. My my mistake for not listening to shows yes, in the correct listening order. Um, at odds with wrestling, final wrestling place, hit my music, puzzle warriors three, profane argument, our other show, wings on wings, uh, which has seemingly a rotating panel because of weather and life. Uh, but we're gonna vow to not miss an episode, no matter what it takes. Uh, we'll we'll put out an AI episode if we have to. Um, oh, there you go. I kind of like that figure idea. Figure it out. Um, uh, I said hit my music. Uh, also, uh, friends of the show, Ron and Sam, do uh, started a new podcast called Every 80s Movie. Uh, I do not know if it's on anything other than Spotify because I haven't talked to Ron this week. But it's on Spotify. I think they've done three movies, uh, including uh, Don't Open Till Christmas, which was on Joe Bob uh, this past week, which was uh, a, a ton of fun. Um so check all that out uh and then and wait for the uh inevitable soon to come collapse of Pod Van Dam and the rebirth of whatever Ed Cody's going to do on the internet which I'm sure is going to be uh appointment listening and uh I think the that's rebirth it. of Ed Cody that sounds like a documentary I want to watch the rebirth of Ed Cody uh I I saw that Diamond Dallas Page is working on a fictionalized uh theatrical like film version of the resurrection of jake roberts so oh that's something yeah he wants to make it into like a movie movie so sure i mean i guess i'd watch it uh, i mean i'd probably watch it but i don't know that i would pay money for it um but that being said uh that's it i got nothing else uh go watch black adam uh, for no reason other than to see how cool Doctor Fate was in it. Uh, but everything else is uh, just just go see how thin skinned uh The Rock is. It's it's pretty funny. So, dude, I'm sitting here at my work desk, yeah, and I'm I have like the Tenru Char Pro here, mm -hmm. and man, they got his saggy titties right. Oh yeah, it's perfect. It's one of the what better a good figure. It's on my desk too. It's one of the better char pros because like not only not only did they get like the, the the boobs um but like he's also lumpy so like yeah because he was a lumpy dude you know he was a sumo yeah. guy who lost some weight to become a wrestler and you know gained it back and forth and he always sort of looked like he was made out of mashed potatoes um <laughs> so like even on that like yeah he's a little he's like lumpy you know he's just He's just a mean shit kicker because this figure, the all this figure is old man Tenru. It's the only one yeah. that did, but it's it's not like Jumbo and Tenru Tenru. This is old man. I'm going to kill you, Tenru, and it's perfect. Yeah, and I have him right next to my Milana collection AT, yeah. who's just supermodel. Right. Even on his back, if you look at Tenru's back, it's got all the appropriate 
uh, full the lumps and lumps. I love uh, it. Yeah, Tenru's the fucking man, and this figure is one God, of the what a great figure. It's one of the better Chara pros, even in its perfect simplicity. It's so good, and all right, luc- and and in, in its silent lucidity. Dude, I fucking hate Queen's Reich. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> Me too. Prog metal, prog metal up your ass. I guess. <laughs> Me too. All right. Good. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Night off, nerds!